Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are going to have an exciting topic. We are going to discuss what happens when the seller decides to back out of a deal last minute. Stay tuned. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. I am Josh Zunga with the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Carl Freund. And today we're going to talk about a very, very exciting topic. What do you do when the seller decides to back out of a purchase contract last minute? Talk about exciting. That is very, very exciting. It gets very emotional, for sure. It gets crazy. Like instantaneously. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to give you guys a little fill-in. So I've actually had this happen um, previously before, and... We're talking about getting emotional, right? Yeah. So you have a, you have a, we have, I was representing the buyer side. You have a buyer that's pumped up. They're excited. They want to move it in the house. You know, we're doing all the things. We're getting all um, the loans going through. We're getting approved. And last minute, minute, the seller says, nope, I don't want to sell. For whatever the reason may be, because life, whatever their situation was on the other side that didn't work out, they just said, hey, no, we don't want to sell. We're not going to sign the documents. And you're like, oh, my God. Is this really happening right now? Is this real life? What are you going to tell your buyers that are packing up everything? They're moving from another state. They have things ready to go, and they don't even have a house to move into because the seller decides, no, they're not going to sell the documents. Now, obviously, there's legal recourse that can be taken on that. And you've actually experienced this before, right, Carl? Yeah, so being I was on also the, broker, on the buyer side. Yeah, being on the broker side. Yeah, let's, let's hear in, some of your situations. So it was actually one of our agents that was purchasing a house for themselves. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, because then they kind of ruined the business and they're not going to be mad at me. Yeah. Um, but what happened was I was representing this agent who happened to be in the brokerage because sometimes we want that separation there. Mm-hmm. And we negotiated a decent deal. It was a house in Mesa and, you know, it was probably a little bit under market. And uh, the seller was supposed to go into an assisted living home and at the last minute decided to stay. And so I understand from a seller's point of view, right? Yeah. Like I get that. But you can't renege on the day of closing. And so our agent was already packed up. All this stuff was already in a U-Haul. You know, he was headed down a title, and then the seller just never showed up. Wow. It's a very difficult conversation to have, right? And you're sitting there. First of all, it gets very, very emotional, right? Like, why would you do this? How could this happen to me? You know, all those things. But when you break it down to the fundamentals, there was a breach of contract, yep. right? And so the seller breached their obligation to the buyer to sell the property. Now, a couple of different things can happen. Number one we can sue them for specific performance. What you do is you actually file what's called a Liz Pendens or litigation pending on the property. And that will tie it up so that they can't sell it to anybody else. Because here's what I envision can happen in a lot of cases is like seller's got, you know, another offer on the table. He's about to sell it to you for a hundred grand less than the other offer was, right? And he's like, I just need to get out of this and just decides to eh, cut you off and then insert a new buyer. By filing that Liz Pendens, you can actually tie up and cloud title, right? So that they can't le- legitimately transfer the title. The next thing you want to do is file, you know, a lawsuit to actually uh, do what's called specific performance, or have the seller uh, held to the terms of the original agreement, the contract. But it's a lengthy process. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to solve your immediate pain problems. It's going to drag out for several months, uh, and it's going to get messy and very expensive, right? So. 
at some point you have to kind of figure out, hey, wait a minute, is there another alternative here? Can I move into an apartment or a rental house for a little bit? How can I alleviate that pain? Can I get into a short-term rental until we can get this thing figured out? You know, what can you do in order to kind of soften that blow a little bit? But you as an agent got to scramble hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I'll, and I'll give you like, again, my two cents. So that happened like the week of closing. This, uh, this, this seller's life um, that was supposed to be moving to a, a new state went in shambles. Get the call from a listing agent. Hey, Josh, how serious are your buyers about buying this house? I was like, well, we're very serious. We're supposed to be closing on Friday. So what, what are you trying to get at? Gives me the story. I feel bad for the guy. His whole dream of what was going to happen just got, eventually got crushed. And now he's left with him and his wife and no house that he has to move into. And his dream home that he's, moved, that he's leaving here in Arizona is still up for sale and it's going to be closing on Friday. So, and he even left his job to go start this new business, I guess, apparently. So oh I understand. Yeah, I would be freaking out too, pulling my hair out, stressed out. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Now I got to get up and leave like within a week, whatever the case may be. So I had to call back to uh, my buyers um, and let them know what the situation is. And I also, but I representing obviously my side, let them know what it is. And they say, hey, that sucks. Like mm -hmm. really feel bad for the guy. But our situation is that we're moving from another state. We have this house rented out already. We need to be into that property. Mm -hmm. What can, and I told him, I was like, what can we do to help this guy you know, make some accommodations? Obviously, if we need to give him an extended close of escrow, to give him a little bit more time, maybe a week, two weeks to really figure things out. We get it. He can't be out on the streets, but he has to have some open form of communication with us. Mm -hmm. And But he has to sell the house. That's exactly, we still need the house, mm -hmm. right? So we go back and forth with the agent and the seller actually has tried to reach out to my clients, which was pretty ballsy. And you definitely don't want that to happen. You want to keep it between the agents. If you're another agent, make sure that the buyer and the seller do not have communication. You just want to stay, uh, stay, stay clear of that. Especially you, when it's an emotional situation. Exactly. Right? You don't yeah. want to get hairy. You don't, I know he's yeah. probably shouting, shouting out in like desperation or whatever the case may be, you know, for that transaction. But at the end of the day, like he is binded with the contract, right? So mm -hmm. he will he will officially he was officially in breach on that Friday. Yeah, it, right? it can be enforceable, right? You yes. know, so it just depends on how much pressure you want to apply. Mm -hmm. You know, but the other thing, there's some stuff in the back end here too, like the selling brokerage or listing brokerage needs to compensate the buyer's brokerage for the commission earned because you know the buyer brokerage did in fact bring a willing, able, and ready buyer. And so that's the terms of you know the commission agreements between the firms. Mm -hmm. And so now potentially the listing agent could be out an entire commission and still not get paid. Yeah. You know, so like not only are they not getting paid, but they're gonna go negative because they have to write a huge check in order to satisfy their obligations. Yeah. And that's nasty. No way I as me as a if I was a listing agent, I would definitely be putting some serious pressure on my client because yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna be at fault and lose money because of your silly situations. Yep. And what you can't get over is like, I get it, life moves on, but you need to figure out this is another chapter, take your money, figure it out, we'll put you in a, in a short-term rental, whatever the case may be, maybe a hotel, apartment, mm -hmm. but you have to proceed with this process. It gets ugly, right? And then now you have to get, like you said, emotions involved, and now more money's involved, yep. and now more stress is involved. Mm -hmm. And even for me, like on the buyer side, I was like, hey guys, I was like, this is what the situation is, this is what we need to do on our side to fulfill, fulfill our obligations. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, if they don't sell, do you really want to go down this road? Is it worth the stress? Right. Right. Is it worth the uh, going through that whole process? A lot of the times, maybe it's not. You know, we'll just, there's another house out there. Mm -hmm. We'll just have to wait and find that. But 
with my clients in this situation, there wasn't any of their houses they liked. Right. <laughs> so and that meted their needs and specifications for their family and for like the business that they're starting. So I was like, no, we want to proceed with this. So we just had to continue through the process. And um, yeah, it, uh, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how things end up, right? Yeah, it's just uh, emotional to say the least. Yeah. So. So if you guys are, if you're a seller and you think that you can back out, you have to understand within the Arizona, the purchase contract is very buyer heavy, right? There's not much the seller can do to actually get out of the contract. There's things that can kind of force them into a position to where the buyer can decide to cancel, but legally there's nothing the seller can do. Once you're in, you're in, correct? Yeah, and there's some other things you need to be aware of as a seller too, that you, know, you are incurring potential liability for the expenses of the buyer, you know, and you do owe a commission to both you know, the listing brokerage and the buyer brokerage mm -hmm. as a seller because we did do what we said we were going to do and brought yeah. a good buyer, you know, yeah. so be aware of that. Yeah, so it gets, it gets crazy, guys. So if you guys are looking to sell a house and you guys are in a contract, make sure you fulfill your agreement and you figure things out. Do not go down that road. It can get nasty. It can get emotional, and you do not want to be in that position. For sure. If you're a buyer, continue with the process. Make sure you, get, you fulfill your obligations and show everything you have to do. If you have to go through litigation, you show that, hey, we actually performed on all of our on all of our accounts, and you can show that, and obviously, when it gets to the time, you can show that on your legal behalf, correct? Mm -hmm. All right, correct. cool. If you guys have any other questions about this, guys, please feel free to reach out to us. Again, we are the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, bringing to you valuable information. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.